0: short tracks to the super speedways from two wheels to four wheels it's revved up ATX on the horn with Bobby Chaffee and Rodney Rodriguez this is where Austin talks racing and there isn't a better time of year to talk racing than right now as we are towards the end of the magical month of May and everything is really starting to click The Indianapolis 500 is on the horizon. That's all you have to say right there. The greatest spectacle in racing. And now we add in... The NASCAR All-Star Race at North Wilkesboro, what a revved-up ATX we have lined up for you this morning. Good morning, everybody. Hope your Saturday morning is going well as we dive in. Across the way, my man, Showtime Bobby Chaffee, our, our lifelong roadrunner, as we like to uh, like to say around here. You know, we have uh, lifelong longhorns and all that, so uh, roadrunner. How we doing, brother? You're excited for the weekend? This is what it's all about right here, if you're a race fan.
1: I'm totally shocked. I mean, the fact that we're racing in North Wilkesboro for an All-Star Race, it's not points, but the, they've... It's it's the best way I've heard North Wilkesboro described as a a resto mod, right? Yeah. You've got still got the character of the of the racetrack that you had before. They replaced the buildings that were falling down. They fixed up some of the buildings that were still salvageable. They didn't pave the racetrack. They completely redid the infield, put in the brand new Musco lights, the LED lighting. It's a resto mod. The it fact is. that I've seen it in it person is. and it's horrible condition to the fact they're racing now unbelievable i'm so happy about it can't wait for this all-star race it
0: is really going to be exciting and, and lots of cool stuff today as well so uh, we'll get all that broken down for you of course uh, the crew chief back with us ty hindo as he is uh super excited he's got Westlake stuff happening today Westlake and round rock what a series right there they're one-to-one they'll get it on at concordia today ty is back and uh ty dude it's uh there's a lot going on man there's a lot going on right now if you're a sports fan
2: yeah definitely it's uh It's before the dog days of the summer summer. Uh storm. There's nothing going on. Uh So get it while you can.
0: That's right. That's exactly right let's dive into this thing later on in the show probably bottom of the hour of course you've got the uh, fanatic gt world uh challenge america happening out at circuit of the americas uh the ceo greg gill of that fine operation will be uh joining us and uh, we'll get the breakdown there that that's a super cool event for a lot of reasons
1: very underrated event a yeah. very underrated series very competitive series so that they'll put on some good races they don't get the eyeballs that formula one and nascar and even trans am does but they uh but they definitely had they definitely put on a good show. They got a good mix of cars out there that's
0: right let's hit the whole shot let's dive into this thing and it seems like every every show that it seems like every week that we are on these airwaves when we dive into this it's like you sit there and it's like okay i really think that that there's something formula one here that we can lead this thing off or, or indycar indianapolis right now are for crying out loud but here we are again Ross Chastain, all over again. I, I tell you, it. Uh, this is a situation with him, and and, and I was thinking about something. I, I, I know that that I post at times about. Look, this is your Earnhardt. I, Earnhardt fans, why are you not liking this guy? He drives like your guy used to do. This is Ernie Irvin. This is Ernie Irvin again to me. You think so, Swerving Irvin? Swerving Irvin. You remember that he? There, there wasn't anybody that he couldn't hit. He, I mean, he. I mean, he took. He took out the best, the best of the best. He got locked up with him. I mean, but but you remember, Irvin actually stood up in a drivers' meeting, I think, in Michigan, and apologized and was like, "I'm sorry, I'm going to do better in all of this," and that that seemed to fix a lot of that. That's not coming from Mr. Chastain, I can tell you that.
1: Well, he did. He did seem a little remorseful after he had a conversation with his team owner Justin Marks. Sure. About needing to fix some things, because even Justin Marks on his uh, on his weekly segment there on Dave Moody's show on Sirius XM had said. Yeah, we had a conversation with Ross. He's got some stuff he needs to work on, and now he knows the stuff that he needs to work on. So he was able to um, seem a little bit remorseful then, but he wasn't all that remorseful there. I mean, he said, okay, yeah, I kind of did it. I kind of brushed him up against the fence, brushed him up against the wall. No big deal, but... He's starting to rub feathers the wrong way. Uh, and, the fans, but problem is he's hitting the fan favorites. That's it. If he wasn't that's hitting it. the fan favorites, he'd be the fan favorite. He would be the fan favorite, and I think a lot of folks want to like
0: him, but they just don't for that reason. And the thing about it is, what what you've got now, I mean, this Larson thing. I mean, you get Larson and Chastain. Here's 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 maybe your your modern day, you know, this new Gen Seven era. Maybe this is maybe this is going to be the one that 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 escalates into something. And I'm looking forward to this. I, I mean. A lot of folks are saying Chastain's never going to win a championship because he's got, you know, too many too many people that are going to be looking to get it to prevent him from doing that. But I'm looking forward to this because this, this is where, you know, Larson, Larson's so laid back. You, you know, Larson is Larson. I mean, even when when the thing with Bubba Wallace and all of that happened, still just very cool and, and calm. But this is right here. This is where Larson, let's say these two get into a championship fight. This is where Larson can just beat him for the championship and say, huh. Hold my beer, brother, because I just whooped your ass. Yeah. And, and and that, that could be what, what we're building to with this.
1: It could be. How about Jeff Bodine? That'd be a better representation. Could be. Could be because yep, he was Bodine. getting into it with Waltrip and Wallace and Earnhardt. Yeah, so maybe, maybe Bodine. Now that I think about it, more so than Ernie. of course, I, I have a soft spot for Ernie Urban after coming sure. back from Michigan sure. and coming back at North Wilkesboro Twice. of all places. Yeah, well.
0: yeah, um, great but, story, Ernie Urban.
1: But that, um, I mean, it's just he's very polarizing, polarizing enough to take the, b- the Bush sponsorship from Kevin Harvick. Mm-hmm. They're just, I bet they wait till the summer to announce that because I bet they end up sponsoring Suarez too. They've got to the way that Trackhouse does those sponsorships going across both cars. I just, I mean, that leaves a void. So the question is, who's it going to be in the four car? We heard... Uh, the Josh G-
0: Berry, it seems Josh to Josh Berry,
1: seems like. I read Jensen Button with Mobile One as no, the sponsor. God, don't no. see that happening. No,
0: please don't. Uh, no, uh-uh. Here's the thing. With Josh Berry, and, and I'm waiting... This could be the breakout... For for Josh Berry right here, he's gonna have to race his way out of the out of the open, and we'll give you all those details how that's gonna work. But this could be this is Josh Berry's playground right here, or this sort of this type of of, of deal right here. Um, maybe this is where he breaks out. I, I've heard that it's it's signed in pencil that it's going to be Josh Berry in in that number four car.
1: I guess it depends on who the sp- it's always dollar related. Depends on who the sponsors are, apparently. Yeah,
0: and that that there that, that's got to be tough for Josh Berry. I mean, his breaks have been you know Dale, Dale Junior. Uh, I mean, is where a lot of that has come from. But but back to the Chastain thing, and then the Rick Hendrick. You know, you get Hendrick when you get Hendrick up on a podium at a post race, and he's he's calling you out. That's uh, obviously something that uh, of concern, or it should be mm-hmm. of concern. But 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 these guys are getting Rick Rick Hendrick's mad because his cars aren't winning. That that's what this all comes down to. But but what does Ross Chastain do? So Hendrick Hendrick's pissed. So Ross Chastain calls Rick Hendrick. Rick didn't call him.
1: Ross called Rick. But that's the way it should be. That's exactly the way. I've always no said. No tweeting. Just pick up the phone and call somebody. Right. For
0: Ty, for, for you, uh, w- with this, although a lot of it, you've kind of come into this from a financial standpoint, uh, checking some of this stuff out. Is that is Ross Chastain somebody that's going to get your attention? Because you turn that thing on and you see that one car up there and you know, okay, he's going to get in the middle of it's, something. It feels for us like all. he's
2: always in the mix yes. for me. That's one of those guys from just from an outsider view. Not no I I knew his name going in. I knew a lot of these guys' names going in, but I knew nothing about their racing style or how good they were. You know their histories and I, him. Uh, I mean Kyle Larson. As of recently, I feel like he's always up there. I, I like Almondinger. Yeah. I feel like he's a guy that's always... Fit. But Ross Chastain seems like he has the most dog in him out of any of the guys I've <laughs> yeah.
0: watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's had to... His story, I mean, he's had to do it the hard way. I mean, there's been so, so many... Um, so much heartbreak in that dude's story. And and I think that's where a lot of times when all of this was happening, kind of the as Ross Chastain was coming up, everybody really felt for him. And, and it was like, oh, this poor guy, he can't, can't catch a break every time he finds a good situation. Something happens now, it's like... Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares?
2: I, I don't know, dude. But so but, was that that when he got spun out, was that his fault in the last weekend? I, I mean, they obviously were.
0: Depends on talking which side of the fence you're on. To, to me, as as being in in those situations, to me that is that is a large. No, that was a. It was probably intentional, but that
2: was not dirty driving to me. That was just a it was Larson is trying to get to the outside, which he kept. He didn't. And, that wasn't the first time he had tried to do. And that. And he
0: went straight high. I mean, he went straight up high. Hit the fence, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. He hit the fence and he came back down. That's where a lot of people are on Ross. When you get that momentum coming off of hitting the safer barrier, it's going to shoot you straight back down. Ross wasn't giving anything to him. We call that pinching. You're pinching somebody when you're doing that because you're you're getting right up against them and you're not you're going forcing to, them to move. You're not going to let them move. That that's exactly right. Okay. To me, just good hard racing.
1: It really was. I mean, it the, the fan reaction was depending on which side of the fence you're on. If you're a Larson fan, that was dirty damn well, driving. I, I, I had yeah. money on I had money on Larson. So. <laughs> yeah. If you're a Larson fan, it, it was dirty damn driving. But you know, from the other standpoint, some people called it racing. Uh, which it was very tight racing. If you noticed the restart before, it was flip-flop where Larson kind of rubbed him up into the fence uh, with Chastain in the fence. So it was kind of a racing deal, but it's it's what is the old wrestling saying, the irresistible force meets the immovable object kind of deal. With those two guys, as hard racers as they are, you knew neither one of them was going to lift and all you knew was that whether they were coming out of the corner, or going in the corner, they were going to crash.
0: I don't think that we would have quite the outcry of this if it wasn't him every week. I mean, if if you had, you know, let's say Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch one week, and then uh, I don't know, you you pick. Yeah. But it's it's always Ross Chastain. But you know why it's always Ross Chastain? Because he's aggressive. He drives at the doesn't maximum. That,
1: doesn't
2: that cost the team a lot of money though, having to fix that car? Like, there's how, you know, how much damage is done well, based on uh, that? Well,
0: d- the thing about it with, with these cars, and that's the thing that we talk about, I mean, I see these cars take shots. And when I see a car hit the wall and it just bounces off and there's no obvious cosmetic damage to it, that's the difference right now to where this car is a lot more cost effective to where you start doing that, what? what it's costing them money now is when you get in a melee and you start bending uh, trailing arms and all the stuff underneath but but with this casual contact and a lot of it's casual contact Mm -hmm. that that's what i I think what could really tip this is let's say chastain whether intentional or not gets into somebody and and seriously plants them puts them on their roof uh, God forbid we have another Kurt Busch situation or something like that, or Alex Bowman, that's when it's going to be possibly time for something to come from the sanctioning body to kind of put put, put, a, put a little squash on it at some at some point.
1: Oh, the sanctioning body ain't doing anything about it now. No, they're, they're making money with this. Are you oh, kidding? Oh, I mean, he's, he's been on... We talked about it last week. He's on Pat McAvee for 30 minutes. That's opening up new eyeballs when Ross Chastain is on there, so... Yeah. They're getting their money's worth out of it, and and I think that the, the bodies are durable. Sure. That's one part about it. When you don't have to replace the steel body that was cutting tires. That's it, the it, composite part. That's you know that, that's what makes that car They still have to replace some of the panels, but you're not having to rebuild the whole thing like you were with the steel body car.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I, I do and wanna, he's the points leader still, too. He's still the points leader. So uh, I mean, he's got the black hat on, but he, but he backs it up, and that's why I think the entire situation with the punch, that right there, there he goes again, backing up Putting that black hat on and just a little tighter, you know, backing up what he does. So uh, Chastain, let's watch him this weekend because this is a place that uh, is probably going to give him some more headlines, uh, most likely. Uh, I, I, Wilkesboro, uh, I do want to touch on one thing. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of love to Marcus Smith, and and again, he he has been tremendous. Um, I wonder how much of this is, you know, with Bruton and, and with Bob Bear, you know, with with. Back in nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety six, how much of this is this Marcus Smith saying? Okay, I want to make this good to this fan base that has dissipated and split. I, I want to make this good. Not not that Dad did anything wrong, but I, but I kind of want to I kind of want to build a bridge right here. Do you think that's in his mind somewhere?
1: I think somewhat. I think the difference is is that Bruton Smith is on record. Just let Wilkesboro rot. Let the land take it back. Let let Mother Nature do what it needs to do. Marcus Smith has a little different venue with a little different idea of thinking with that, kind of making it his baby or whatever, working with Dell Jr. and some of those other racers. But you also understand there's about 15 million reasons why that racetrack is rolling from the state of North Carolina.
0: Yes, that's that's that right there. And, and the other and the junior influence is great. And and I love that it's been brought up. Yes. You 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 put you tie Junior to anything; it's going to do extremely well. He backs anything. I mean, he can back the worst investment, and it's probably going to do okay. But Junior, this was for iRacing. racing. I mean, it's just a matter of cleaning it up. I mean, this was not the intention. So it is a very Marcus Smith uh, driven situation. But I, I do want to give a lot of love to Benny Parsons because if you really if you really channel this story back I saw Benny Parsons win one of his final cup races in 81 at a very deteriorating Texas World Speedway in one of Big Bud Moore's uh, fourth Thunderbirds on a very hot day in June uh, in Texas about 98 degrees that day they were out there I bet racing. they were slipping yeah, and sliding that, all over the place. that was horrible um, I, I saw Benny Parsons but uh, you know the story goes when when Benny was you know about to leave this world you know in the physical uh, fashion that that he he wrote a note to his wife Terry and he said you know if you you can i would love to see north wilkesboro come back in some form or fashion as a racetrack i'd love to see it revived again you know if you if you would do that for me when i'm gone you know labor of love type of thing and she did that she was the one that started all this with the grassroots effort with the with with the town with the state and all of that it it, saved the speedway yeah it was that little lady that charted that course for her husband and i I wanted to throw that out because, yes, Marcus Smith, thank you. Dale Jr., thank you, you guys. But it, um, for, for all of the racetracks, our local racetracks, that it, it is very much a grassroots effort. And, and I think that right there proves what can be done. But to your point, and always the point, in anything in this world it seems like, you got to get those dollars and you got to get those influential people in line. They got smart. They went to the government. <laughs> they went to the state. And boom, there it is. It happened.
1: Well, Rockingham got a little bit of money out of it, too, enough for a repave and a kind of refurbish over there, but that Rockingham doesn't have the ownership group of SMI. That's right. That's the difference.
0: That's right. And I'm I'm already hearing, you know, when is you know Wilkes back on the schedule next year points race? I think we just need to hold on because you mentioned Rockingham. We had the outcry for that after, you know, not near the magnitude of this event that we're watching this weekend, but... Uh, you know, what's its state right now? I mean, it's it's again in another rebuild. And, and yeah, I don't know what the future is going to be right here for, for North Wilkesboro, but I can tell you the present right now is pretty damn good. And this weekend is, is I mean, I saw this morning, the place is already jammed. I think the truck race is at uh, 11, 1230, 1230 and, and there were people there when the gates open, And it's it's overflow. It's 30,000 people, but, you know, it is well, what
1: it is. I'm hoping—well, we saw it on Wednesday night. There was way more people last August for the, ra- the revival That's than there was exactly. on Wednesday night. There was empty seats on that bottom row, but before, they had to hold off the start of the late-model race right. to get more people in there because the traffic jam was so bad. They didn't have that problem this time. No, on Wednesday night racing was even better in my opinion than it was back in August. But yeah, they didn't have near as many people. But I, but that I think a lot of people. I, there's no doubt in my mind the truck race will get sold out. And the, the cup race, the All-Star Race, has been sold out for months.
0: Yes. The, the, this is going to be huge. But, you know, I, I don't think that, that we need to start. And, again, this is where going back to Marcus Smith and, and that entire group there with with the modern-day NASCAR leadership is they're not going to throw this thing back on the schedule based off of this. I mean, it's going to be a situation where you go back and you look at it and it's like, what a great thing we did. It was great for the sport, it was great for the sport. Like I said earlier, I mean, I think this is where we can build a bridge and maybe bring some people back. I mean, seeing seeing this old racetrack and seeing all of this, I mean, you know, to you and I, I mean, yes, I love this. I, I love what I'm watching, but, but watching the, the Supers and, and the Cars tour the other night, Looked pretty normal to me, it just happened to be at North Wilkesboro. Yeah, it really was. It's <laughs> it just happened happened to the race, to be at North Wilkesboro. but I think what
1: it opens up is the fact that NASCAR can move this all star race around to short tracks across the country, right? There's now there's not a lot of short tracks that can accommodate 30,000 people, but you can bring in some temporary seatings. and put because the, the money sure. the money in racing is in the TV package, right? Not so much your front gate, your front gate helps, that helps bottom line. But your money's all within your TP package.
0: Yeah, and this is where I think with the All Star Race because the location here, and again, that's right there in in NASCAR Heaven. I mean, there's it's tracks, an hour north of Charlotte. Tracks everywhere. I mean, but but this is where I mean, let's say a Pensacola, for example, just randomly throwing tracks out. This is where at a Pensacola, you're more than likely going to fill whatever capacity you have because it's not at a Texas Motor Speedway where where you go there twice a year or one of these big monstrous tracks or whatever. This this does bring it you know uh, down home if you want to call it that I mean there are there, there are facilities to do this and I think first and foremost most important to me with this is that you have they haven't even run the all-star race yet but you have fixed the all-star race
1: to a certain extent. To a certain extent. Better than it was at TMS in Charlotte all those years ago. People care right now, at yeah. least. At least. The uh, fate it, of North Wilkesboro is all depending on what happens in Chicago. That's exactly right. Because if Chicago's successful with the street racing concept, NASCAR is going to go everywhere. L.A., Denver, mm-hmm. New York, Seattle, all the places that don't have a permanent racetrack. If Chicago is successful, you're going to see some of these mile and a halfs and some of these dates, with some of these tracks with two dates lose it, and they're going to go to street races. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I've heard that very, quite often, you know, to ha- how do you incorporate more of these short tracks? I mean, I, I tend to think at the moment, maybe with short tracks and, and, and road courses, uh, kind of short tracks because the, the car has kind of backfired in its intent of, of what they were intending it to do, um, although it will not backfire this week. Your drinking word, if you're going to be in a very cozy place tomorrow or even tonight and you're just going to be hanging out, you're not going anywhere and you're going to consume uh, some nice beverages or something, here's, here's your, your shot or drinking word, grip. Every time they say grip. That's when you do whatever you're going to be doing,
1: and they'll be saying no grip. Is That's when right. you hear it because yes. that the pavement at North Wilkesboro is almost 40 years old. It hadn't been repaved since the early 80s.
0: Yeah, and and the 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 one part, and this is I'd forgotten about this. The one part that did have some nice grip, they they went in and installed a safer barrier. So yeah. So all of that is gone. I mean, because that safer barrier sticks so far out, you shorten the track. But so what? Grip is where the tires are going to to dig into the concrete or asphalt or whatever, and that keeps your car turning or whatever you're intending it to do. Grip. So a lot
2: of cautions. Should I be expecting um, that? Like I would, I In would, the beginning, here, I think there will here's be. Here's
0: the thing, because the, with the lack of grip, because you want grip and there isn't any, what, what's going to happen, and they're starting to learn now, but at the beginning of the race, you're able to fly out of that thing. You're probably going to go six or seven laps, and then a lot of that grip is gone. Gone. The, and, and that's and that's when... The lap times will on. go
1: down two seconds from when they have fresh tires on it. E2, yeah. if not three.
0: And, and they're going to be all over each other, uh, because this is a oh, 5 eight mile um it, it races it, it's funny from the aerial it kind of looks like Mart- martinsville but um doesn't race like any of those places
1: no like not with the uphill what is it uphill the front elevation. stretch and then yeah. downhill back stretch or vice versa mm-hmm.
0: yeah and this this is another one of those tracks when it was built it's odd shaped and whatever because they took shortcuts to be able to build it in a timely manner so it uh th- this is going to be a lot of fun and and the drivers everybody seems to be extremely happy you see guys smiling. I heard uh, yesterday. I think it was Stenhouse, that said they said, "How's your car, Ricky?" And he's like, "It's terrible." And then he kept talking and he said, "But I'm having so much fun."
1: Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be elbows up all night long. It, North Worksport doesn't have as good a story as the minnow pond there at Darlington. <laughs> but why couldn't they move Throwback Weekend to the All Star Race Weekend? I mean, they don't necessarily want to have Darlington not be any special. But I mean, I would have done the the Throwback Weekend here. I I, I can you imagine that? That have been awesome.
0: It, and, and I think maybe a lot of that was because they weren't sure that, that they would be able to get this done. I, yeah, I think that's true. A, a lot of it maybe was a roll of the dice. They put it on the schedule. And I, I wonder what the backup, backup plan was. Let's say Wilkes isn't ready. I wonder what the backup plan was. Let's go back to TMS. TMS for Charlotte. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, thank goodness that North Wilkesboro is good. It's going to be, be fun. F- hope for Nashville now. Oh, hope for Nashville. For the fairgrounds. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to come down to a point where do you go to every track one time a year? I mean, how do you sustain these places? I I don't know. Just don't Mm -hmm. take code. It's in our backyard. Yeah. It's closest we got. Good stuff right there. NASCAR, North Wilkesboro. Later in Places for Races, we'll give you all the uh, logistics on how you can catch all of that. And it is all weekend that you'll be able to uh, catch All-Star Weekend. Speaking of all all weekend, you've got some cool stuff happening uh, out at Circuit of the Americas, the Fanatic GT World Challenge America series is out. The CEO, Greg Gill, is going to join us. He'll break everything down happening there, go through some of the different cars that you'll be able to see out there in a really cool fan-friendly event that's coming up. It's Revved Up ATX on the Horn. We're live, local, digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. With revved up ATX, Bobby Chaffee, Ty Henderson, Rodney Rodriguez, and you, part of the program. Well done, Ty. That, right that was there, good. That, that was good. Uh, I like that, dude.
1: We just give Ty a theme and he rolls with
0: it. I know. Re- really good, too. Yeah. Really good. That. Uh, that's cruising music there. It is. I like the... That's in there, too.
1: Yeah, you like the little zoom-zoom in there, too.
0: That's right. Huge event coming up at the uh, Circuit of the Americas. Uh, Looking to connect there with uh, Greg Gill, set to uh, be on the program. Hoping to hear from him here shortly. The Fanatic GT World Challenge America. Lots of cool stuff right there. It... um, we say supercar. We say supercar a lot on this show, and with with this new NASCAR car, not new anymore. I mean, hell, we're what are we? Season and a year half, year and a half into this thing, it. Um, this is where it derived from. I mean, look up supercar. Look at this NASCAR car. These cars are just they're just bad to the bone, as people like to say.
1: Well, definitely the new NASCAR Cup car is like a is like a sports car with the independent rear suspension and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We've talked about that before. Uh, but don't get the supercars confused, because when you told me we had the CEO of supercars, I was like, wait, the one in America or the one in Australia? Because <laughs> yeah. the supercars in Australia, they they are very, very cup-like, but they use a, they use an actually an, an actual unibody chassis right, right. versus what the cup cars use with a specific racing chassis. Yeah. So a little and, different car.
0: And I saw, you know, with the NASCAR 75, and I think that, that we haven't mentioned that kind of in, in this whole Wilkes thing, with Wilkesboro coming back, being year 75 of nascar i mean you, you could not have scripted this any better i mean for for that to happen with with the track coming back in this uh, in this monumental year all the different things that NASCAR's nascar nascar's doing a really good job of celebrating the sport and and there there are a lot of reasons to celebrate it i, I mean i know a lot of folks want to immediately go to the negative but it it it's it's persevered and it's only getting better, just like just like the NFL is doing. I, I correlate NASCAR a lot to the NFL. Always evolving. Uh, they listen to their to their to their employees and consumers and consumers. And, and you evolve. Things have to change. Uh, you know, uh, I, with the North North Wilkesboro thing. I mean, I, I was looking at some stuff during the week. I mean, th- those. Final years of that race, I mean, attendance was dwindling at that event, and it, um, it's, just, it's the constant change, and I think the NFL and NASCAR do a tremendous job keeping up with that.
1: Well, I, I think that the, the writing was on the wall at North Wilkesboro because of the fact that it was the smallest market track they had. Mm-hmm. Wilkes County's not very big. North Worksboro's not that big. Uh, so the and the grandstands were not that big. So you saw you saw tr- tracks that had similar short track. You saw Bristol start to evolve, start turning into the Coliseum, start getting bigger grandstands. Yes, they added in the, the south grandstands in the early nineties to Wilkesboro to expand it. But I think it, I think it just got left in the dust because yeah, the dude. market it's at. Who who wouldn't want to go to Chicago over North Wilkesboro, Chicago, Texas, Kansas? Where else did they go? Well,
0: well, the thing when when that all happened, you know, it was because it was because Bruton and Mr. Bear they wanted to they moved the events to to Fort Worth and to and to New Hampshire. You you know for that market and and that's and it's it's like the ever it's like clothing you know it's like now what what we wore in the eighties is now coming back you see a lot of the youngsters Mm -hmm. wearing that stuff and this is that's what's happened here you know NASCAR peaked it hit the ceiling I mean we talk about hitting the ceiling all the time and and when we talk about when when folks talk about well TMS isn't full like it used to be or all, all these tracks aren't full like they used to be the demand isn't there anymore and and quite frankly you don't have to go. Yeah. It, it's so much easier to not go. But when you have an event, uh, I mean, I'm not saying don't go, but when you have an event like this one, you, you want to go.
1: You want to go. It's better there. It's always easier to watch it on TV, and that's every sport now. Yeah. Because everybody says that the attendance in what it used to be, the TV numbers. What are we looking at? $820 million for a TV package. is going to end up being even more money now. Everybody on their TV package has in totally increased their money. NHL, NFL, Major League Baseball, everybody have been totally increased their money. Uh, I'm anticipating NASCAR to do the same. Even a simple uh, wrestling promotion like AEW, All Elite Wrestling, doubled their money with the Warner Brothers Discovery. So I'm anticipating the same thing. And you're going to throw in that third uh, streaming service, is what we keep hearing during well, the summertime.
0: I saw, I saw this week that it it looks like the Xfinity series is going predominantly streaming. It sounds like Amazon's thrown into that. I saw Apple in there. Of course, Peacock, you know, it's a Peacock is a very good alternative. Uh, look right now. Let's talk about Indianapolis. So we're, we're qualifying them today. And. and A lot different, but gone are the days of 50 cars. I mean, you're you're lucky to get the full field of 33 right now, which, again, this is economics. This is ever-changing. Lots of different reasons that that we're at that point. But still, you get to this, what what they're doing with Indy, because today they started at 10. They're going all the way to 4 or 5 o'clock. And that part has not changed. You go and you can go as many times as you want. Just go, uh, you know, turn turn your four laps. If you get two laps in and you decide that no, no, I- I'm I'm missing something here, you pull off. You go get in the next lane and you come out. That hasn't changed. That's what happened. That's what's happening at Indianapolis. But what NBC is doing today, they're running that all day on Peacock, which so many people have access to Peacock, and it's free though, and it's free it's free. That's right. So you're going to run it all day, and then when you have a little bit of a break in there, in that network window of two hours which is going to be probably the prime time qualifying time two thirty to 4 30 i guess eastern i don't know if that's central but when you have that boom throw it on throw it on network nbc and there's your exposure and at the same time it's like hey you know don't forget peacock all of your streaming you can catch every i think it's 80 some odd hours of indianapolis coverage you can catch it on peacock for free just check out peacock mm-hmm. and there you go and if if the xfinity series makes that move this is I like Xfinity going to streaming. You know why? Because Xfinity has a really good product right now.
1: It's just going to be harder to consume, I think. Your numbers are going to go down, but your TV package dollars are going to go up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Still waiting on Greg Gill, of course. Uh, these are always tough. Race days are yeah, He's got a lot of stuff
1: going on he's over got there. he so. lot of
0: stuff going on. Yeah, remember, who was it that, that we was supposed to be on this show? I think it was Matt Weaver. Remember Matt Weaver mm-hmm. was supposed to be on here? And Denny Hamlin was having a fit in I forget where. And he's, he's like texting, man, I, I, I can't call. Uh, Denny Hamlin's having a breakdown. <laughs> i got to yeah. cover this. So uh, we get that. That's why we have lots of... Uh, uh, content. content. Content is what we have. If he calls, we'll get him on. But, but Indianapolis. So, so with this, um, Takuma Sato yesterday, almost 235 miles an hour. Fastest laps that we have seen there since, uh, I guess, the 239 or whatever it was. 236. Uh, the 236. So the, this is, I'm still amazed. And, and like I said, you can watch it all day and then the, 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 it, it runs into tomorrow. The, the speeds on, talking about Wilkesboro, I mean, Indianapolis, flat, flat. Um, basically six degrees six degrees yeah it's yeah. flat what what these cars are doing there it, it's I marvel at this to where we talk about the uh, how things have uh, continued to evolve this series these cars have evolved so much. The track has evolved in the sense that it's been cleaned up nicely, it's been refurbished and all of that, but it's still the same old Indianapolis motor Speedway and these these speeds are amazing.
1: Two, I mean, two thirty-five in an open wheel car is pretty intense. That's that's uh, for an average. I mean, that's 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 an average for four laps. A lot of it's going to be, but they, uh, I mean, Indy still has the the allure with the whole you know four lap average, the thirty-three cars. It's the greatest spectacle in racing. It's 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 you know Indy's kind of turning into somewhat of a resto mod. I mean Roger Penske's come in and spent an ungodly amount of money just to repaint the place, much less modernize some of the stuff. Like that's the, a lot of spray paint. That's a lot of spray paint. But you come in and you throw in you know all the stuff he's done updating the media center, updating some of the fan amenities, the concession stands, stuff like that. That takes a lot of money. But Indy has been, you know, there's more and more fans going back. It doesn't matter. It's like the Rose Bowl. It's old. It's nasty. There's cracks everywhere. But everybody loves to go because it is just so awesome.
0: It's character. It it was, uh, you
1: know, I I, I can
0: totally... Uh, pull that into you know every time i go to every time i go to AT&T stadium to watch a cowboy game and i'm over here talking like i go every game but every time that i go to one of these games you know you marvel at the place i mean it's beautiful i mean it's it's,
2: it's not the most ruckus environment though that's that's the thing and is the, the same I'd way rather, in i'd rather watch it on my couch uh, it feels like i am watching it on my like a really nice couch
0: it, and, and i got to tell you time tv it was many years you know into my life that i finally got to go to Texas stadium and and I go to this place, and it's it's like Indianapolis, it's like North Wilkesboro. I mean, it's it's beat up, it's dirty. It um, I mean, you you look at the place. I mean, when you pull up there, you know TV. You see it. You know the glory years of it. By the time I was going, the the roof was all beat up on the outside. You get in there, you start walking around. It smells like pee. I mean, it's it, it, it's 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 that character. And I think for me, because like Ty saying right there, it really is. It, it's like. Um, it's like a, well, Texas Stadium, when Texas Stadium was built, they said that, well, it's more of a social event, but it, it evolved into, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the legend of, of Texas Stadium and the Dallas Cowboys and Tom Landry and all of that. But to me, to me going to a game at, at Jerry World, I mean, at AT&T, it's boring. I mean, it, it's, it's very I'd rather b-
2: watch it on my couch.
0: I, th- there have been many times where we go to the game, and you know a lot of these times we're we're in standing room only because we're cheap. You know, it's got got to be near. That's the,
2: probably the most fun. It's sec- if you can get a good spot, which yep. is hard, and you got to show up early. But if you can get a good spot, that's probably yep. the best the best place. And, to and then the, the
0: bad thing there. is after a few of the cool ones, and you're going to lose your spot. When, yeah, you, when exactly. you have to When you have to step away, but you know th- there are a lot of times when when we go to AT and T and like we'd go watch it outside. Mm-hmm. You know, in one of the plazas, you know, with the with the big screen, and finally, finally, my wife is like, "Look, if you're just going to watch it on on TV, go home, stay home, yeah, save me money."
2: <laughs> it's different for people that live in Dallas, I think, because yeah. if you can be home in an hour sure. after the game, yeah than yeah on Sunday night having to drive back to Austin or take off work on Monday, whatever you gotta do. But yeah. I'd much rather go see a game at DKR. Yeah, than, I, I hear you. Than at uh, Jerry World.
0: I hear you. I hear you.
2: But like you with UTSA, I mean UTSA does a
0: nice job because from everything that I can see, the Alamo Dome is electric.
2: Oh, I love the Alamo Dome. Whenever yeah. Texas seems like they play an the Alamo Bowl every year. <laughs> yeah, even even that game is uh, you know it's it's packed. It's loud in there. Which uh, is it gets li- it games. gets
1: loud when UTSA plays at thirty six thousand people. Much less when there's are sixty five for the game. It's a little di- it's a bowl. It still is, even though the Alamo Dome is it, still set up like a bowl. There is really unless you are in the nosebleed seats like we were for Mac Brown's last game. Yeah, there is really not a bad seat in the house until you get way up in the upper third level.
0: Yeah, and and this is where uh, kind of tying this back to to the racetracks. I, I mean, I think I mean I love what TMS is doing with the with the belly up bar and and all of these different things but to, to ty's point i can do that at home uh, you mm-hmm. know and and the product is cheaper or, you know the bathroom's right down the road or d- down the hallway like i always say and and i think that's that's a lot of this to where to where we look at indianapolis to where i've heard i heard johnny rogers talking about it earlier and he he hit the nail on the head to where this is this isn't just an encompassing thing right here i mean yeah the race but man there's so much more and then the race Usually doesn't disappoint, so it's a it's a full package, and that's the reason that we're on the hundred and seventh edition this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's the same reason when something has that many races, you know, something is clicking. You know, if you have like a fifth annual, you're like, man, this thing's gone on forever. <laughs> then you get to like a hundred and seventh edition, right? And then you're like, wow, yeah, you know that that's impressive for something that uh, that most people, when you ask a normal person, they're gonna know maybe two races, one for sure. Everybody's heard of the Indianapolis Five Hundred. Most people by now have heard of the Daytona 500, but everybody's heard of Indianapolis.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, you know, uh, I talked about it here a couple of weeks ago to where I was, you know, not the biggest fan of this Grand Prix, you know, uh, first part of the month. But again, uh, they've embraced it over there. It's It's been rolled into part of the tradition over there, and it plays along with this. And, and they're getting a pretty fair amount of people that, that go to check this thing out. Do Indy
2: cars race every week, like? no no that's the problem and and how often do they race the indy 500 is the only example i've ever seen yeah see that there's there's a problem what
0: what indycar does is they start they usually start in april they they don't start as early as nascar does but like for example this year we were talking about this the other day they raced in april at tms lights out what a race fantastic race incredible race i mean you had a fair amount of people you know whatever it's still indycar and and that which sucks because IndyCar used to be the, the American racing series. Nobody mm. knew about NASCAR for crying out loud. But you have this amazing race and three weeks off. Boom. You've lost your flair. Mm. Uh, but but no. To where the NASCAR schedule is what, thirty six races or whatever it is. I think IndyCar's eighteen, nineteen 18, nineteen. Maybe? I also couldn't
2: name you one IndyCar driver. And and that's see that that's the worst part.
0: That that to me, that's the most suckish, as the kids say these days. Part about that. Because, as I've said so many times, that roster of IndyCar drivers is
1: loaded. Loaded. Well, four or five years ago, the only IndyCar driver they knew was Helio Castro Castroneves from Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> but, but I mean, seriously,
0: you, you've got some of the best talent right there. And you, I, at one point, had the idea, you know, with Grosjean and these guys coming over. I'm like, okay, you can't hang over there in, in Formula One, so you're coming over here. Um, these guys are really good. Mm -hmm. These guys are really good. And it's, and it's on display today. I mean, because it's, it's all day. Um, a lot of this, you know, with Indianapolis, yeah, you don't have bubble day. I mean, that, that, that was always the coolest part where you're sitting there and they're watching the clock and, and it's like, okay, you're in the thirties, you want to be the last car in and you're sitting there watching. It's like two minutes till five and they go out to try to get into the field. I mean, that, that doesn't happen anymore. But it's still Indianapolis, and it's still it's still the lore of it. I mean, it's still the the, the tradition and the history and the, like we talk about, the, the beat-up place. You, you know, it, uh, It's what sports is all about. It's hallowed grounds.
1: Making the Indianapolis 500 is huge. It's a huge accomplishment in the career of any racer.
0: Yeah, and I don't care if you won this one time, four times, or, or if you won it back in 1965 or Marcus Erickson that just won it. You have won the biggest race in the world,
1: and always introduced as the
0: Indy Five Hundred champion. Absolutely, and that that Borg Warner Trophy. I mean, with your mug on that thing. I mean, how we said it last week. How many? How many people have been able to win this four times in a hundred and seven years? Four people. 16, four
1: people. Sixteen races out of how many? Hundred and seven.
0: That's right. And and how many drivers have rolled through this and. Uh, you know, uh, with with a crossover, you know, with Larson maybe coming next year and all of that. I mean, yeah, that's great. but uh, it um it's still indie. Uh, they'll qualify everybody today. Then you go to the top twelve tomorrow, seventh through twelfth. That group qualifies, and then you you get the fast six and and your lineup is set, and then they'll continue to practice. Um, and, and that's what you'll see. I mean, just kind of predicting just on 106 years of, of past tradition, you're going to get out there, they're going to be practicing all week, you're going to get guys in the field, they're probably going to go out there and crash. And that that just adds more stories to this.
1: Well, it's not the spectacular. Well, there's still be some spectacular crashes. Not like back in the day, what, Roberto, what was the guy's name? That you always talk about with his feet hanging out. The, oh, Denny And Angais, oh. there you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the cars are safe, as safe as they've ever been yeah. um, comparatively to back in the day in the 80s for sure. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's just been uh, – it, it's Indianapolis, right? There's no other way to describe it. It's the it's Indianapolis 500. There's not a better race uh, out there other than – the only one that comes close is Daytona mm-hmm. in terms of pomp and circumstance and, and pride and that stuff. But, I mean, even Daytona is 65 years in. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where you know you've got Indy the 107th edition coming up into next week.
0: Yeah, yeah. F- Formula One fans need to need to hone in on this. Uh, I mean, you got nine former winners, seven series champs I- in this. This is this is this is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, and, and you've got names like Alexander Rossi and Pato Award, and and just uh, the list goes on and on. So many great young drivers uh, with veterans. With with you, you know you've got Scott Dixon's, and uh, I mean it's 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 a loaded field. It's only 33, but 33 is what tradition is. That's right. So it sounds like to me they're going to be just fine. Uh, really cool stuff. Again, again that's split between uh, NBC and Peacock uh, with Indianapolis. Kind of back to uh, the fanatic uh, GT World uh, Challenge America. So you've got those supercars, the Toyota GR uh, Cup North Americans, the, the Pirelli GT4, GT America, the TC Americas uh, powered by Skip Barber. So a lot of different divisions that are going to be a part of that. Uh, all of that happening. It's happening right now. It'll be rolling uh, throughout the afternoon into tomorrow morning. And then uh, what, what I like about that is that all of those races they're shorter. I mean if mm-hmm. you look at that schedule it's like 25 minutes I
1: think. Yeah, I think I think it's all time races but yeah. But I mean the best part about it is similar to NHRA where every basically every purchase of a ticket is a pit pass mm-hmm. or a paddock pass I guess they call yeah. it over there in road racing but yeah. yeah it's just like every every ticket you get gets you gets you the the up close and personalness that you don't get with a cup car that you don't get with definitely don't get with Formula One, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, every pay, every you know, the drivers interact with the fans and everything else, and so it's every ticket that you get when you go out there, you will get to experience something different because you'll be in there with the haulers. That's right. Be or near the haulers, you don't get to walk up into them, but you'll be. <laughs> well, you, know, you can try. You can try. They'll throw you out, but you know, and they have <laughs> the rope around some of the pits and stuff to keep people away from the cars. But yeah. it's as close as you can get with with anything in motorsports.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, v- very fan friendly. Very uh, accessible. Right there and uh probably even more important a lot more a lot low-key i mean you're gonna have room to stretch your elbows out and and all of that uh, and just kind of wander freely so uh really cool stuff out there at circuit of the americas coming up pit stop news and notes we'll kind of dive in uh, some of the stuff that we haven't covered uh places for races man and it's uh like we said these next two three weeks loaded just getting going it's revved up atx we're live local digital on the horn app and at hornfm.com
1: And it seems that I can see
2: the gleaming candlelight
1: still burning bright through the signal There it is. There it is. Back home again. Jim Neighbors edition too. Yeah. Gomer pile if you don't know who Jim Neighbors is. Oh man. I'll tell you.
0: That 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 will will put chills on you uh, next Sunday morning when that, I mean, that, that, I mean, yeah, not, Jim neighbors, obviously uh, the original there, you know, for so many years, but still they, um, it's that, cool. It adds like to the, pop-
1: if you don't, if you watch one pre-race show of them all, you've got to watch the Indianapolis 500 pre-race.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you know, I remember back in the old days of the, of the TROC um, uh, over at uh, Texas world, They'd come out and they would play the the Stars are Bright, deep in the heart of Texas. And it was one of those things where, you know, the cars are going around and it just, it's seriously, it's uh, it's electrifying. And right there, that that pre-race is just, oh my goodness, it, uh, it'll tear you up. It's good. It, it, it it's it's awesome. Greatest spectacle in racing.
1: Hands down,
0: Miami. And Formula it's timed
1: one. out right, too, oh, because man. you have the Monaco GP. Right when it's over, the Indy, for, Indy 500 pre-race comes on. You do the Indy Five Hundred ends about what four four thirty mm-hmm. maybe five if it's got a red flag or two, uh, and then you have the Coke Six Hundred. The pre race kicks off about five o'clock.
0: Boom, and then oh.
1: boom runs till ten ten thirty.
0: Take you throughout the night. Yeah, I mean, there's been greatest day in racing. So, some of those Coke Six Hundreds where you have a rain delay,
1: <laughs> yeah, and
0: it's like eleven forty five checkered flag. It's like
1: man, last year what was it six hundred and thirty six miles because yes, they did a couple sir. of restarts and stuff oh, like man. that. It is the
0: the most amazing day. The most amazing day. our favorite day. day. Formula One, don't stink it up. Give us a good Monaco. Oh, by the way... um we do. Uh, we pass along. Uh, no, no Formula One in Italy. Uh, just horrible uh, weather conditions there. FIA and Formula One doing a, a really nice uh, job there. They're just kind of pausing that, and uh, hopefully, I love the 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 uh, you know drivers reaching out on social media. You know, passing on uh, thoughts there because that's a, that's a tough situation there. It, yeah, lot, lots and
1: lots of damage. They decided to let the local officials. Uh, you know, instead of babysitting Formula One with the police and fire and stuff like that, mm-hmm. decided it's better off to help the local community with all the massive flooding. That's
0: right. They said uh, law enforcement doesn't need to deal with you people. Let's uh, let them deal with uh, what's really important. Hey, got a text a while ago from our man Joe Dan Bailey at Wilkesboro, of course, uh, TRD Racing Development on the pole for the trucks. Number eleven, how about that, Junior Johnson? That's hey, a that's a good idea. Corey Heim, right there. So uh, number eleven, Toyota on the pole. So that, there you go. There's uh, he had a, a good run
1: in that in that Pro lay model race. Yeah, he did. That oh, man, that was some great racing. Bubba Pollard beating all those boys, beating all the high-end, uh, beating all the high-end Cup drivers. Those guys are driving the wheels off of those cars,
0: trying to chase down King Bubba from Sonoya, Georgia. Now, that That's,
1: rear steer is just kicking their tail, isn't
0: I, it? I tell you, man, they they have hit on something. They have hit on something. Uh, it's kind of one of those things. Bubba Pollard's back. Bubba Pollard never went anywhere. Yeah. He never went well, anywhere. Well, he went
1: to Port City and he went back to Seneca. That's
0: right. <laughs> Bobby, do you think, I was thinking about something before we get to uh, to places for races. Do you think that maybe this all-star race, maybe this is where, I I'm just kind of thinking of things that may come out of it, Two hundred lap race right here, it's gonna be it's gonna be quick, there's gonna be action, you know, whatever. Do you think that maybe the next story before too long that we're going to really be hitting and hearing a lot of is we need shorter races.
1: Well you hear it now. Yeah,
0: but do you but maybe actually seeing it right here with this, not the Coliseum, not the Coliseum, seeing it here, what this race is gonna produce, you think maybe it's really gonna get some traction?
1: I hope not. Because if you want to watch a 200-lap race, that's what the Xfinity Series is for. That's Uh what the truck series is for. Or go
0: watch late models.
1: Yeah, watch late models.
0: Yep. Places for races, my man.
1: All right, real quick. Truck Race comes on here at 1230 on FS1. As we said, IndyCar is on the uh, Peacock, and then we'll have a special there this afternoon. NHRA is on FS1 tonight. Tomorrow, uh, you've got Indy 500 uh, qualifying 3-5. to All-Star Open 4-6, All-Star Race 7-9. Both of those are on FS1. Then stay tuned for the NHRA Route 66 Nationals. that follows that on FS1. So basically tomorrow, park it on FS1. Uh, about 4 o'clock, you would be all right.
0: That's right. Big weekend coming up. Enjoy that All-Star Race. Enjoy Indy Qualifying. Enjoy all of that good stuff in that NHRA. Maybe back next Saturday. Not sure. If we're not, be looking for podcasts and so forth. It's reverend Up ATX on the Horn.